the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. Living life like it matters. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to go into structure. You know, our beliefs dictate everything else that we do. Matter of fact, what we believe dictates many things, most things. Our beliefs dictate our actions and our lack of action. They dictate our happiness or our sadness. They dictate how we feel and why we feel the way we feel. And because of their importance, we must be aware of what we believe, why we believe, what we believe, and then actually decide, is this belief, is this serving me well? Because, ladies and gentlemen, the battle's in the mind. Uh, We talk about it's a battle for the hearts and minds of people, but really what it is is a battle for the beliefs. Because if you look at what's different in America today than 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, I mean, it looks like a foreign country. This does not look like the country I grew up in. I don't know what happened to that America, but it's gone. Uh, And it really goes back to our beliefs. And today I really want to hit that point hard. You know, a group of prestigious university graduates came to visit their old professor. And during the visit, the conversation quickly turned to work. Now, graduates were complaining about countless difficulties and all the problems in their life. After offering coffee to his guests, the professor went to the kitchen and came back with a coffee pot and a tray filled with many different cups. You know, some were porcelain, some were glass, plastic, some were crystalline, and some cups were simple. Other ones were very, very expensive, but he mixed them all up. So when the graduates picked out the cups, the professor said, notice how all the beautiful cups were picked out. And the simple ones, you know, the cheap ones, they were left out. And although it seems normal for you, wanting only the best things for yourself, but that is the source of your problems and your stress. See, you need to understand that the cup doesn't make the coffee better. Most of the time, it's only more expensive. But sometimes... It's actually hiding what we are drinking. Actually, all that you wanted was only coffee, not the cup. But you consciously picked up the best cups and later watched what kind of cups others got. And now think about this. Life is coffee. And job, money, position, society, they are the cups. See, they are only instruments for maintenance of upkeep of life. The type of cup we have doesn't determine the quality of our life. Sometimes by concentrating only on the cups, we forget to enjoy the taste of the coffee. 
The happiest people are not those who have the best things, but those who enjoy life and get the most of it with what they have. And see, we're talking about beliefs, which reminds me of another story. A rabbi, a priest, and a Baptist minister got together for lunch once a week. One day, one made the comment that preaching to people really wasn't all that hard if you do it the right way. And he says, I know the right way. And then each one responded the contrary. Oh, no, you don't. I know the right way. Well, after a bit of arguing about who was right and who was wrong, not that any of us do that, right? Somehow the discussion came to a way to figure out who was right, you know, which would make the other ones wrong. And somehow the discussion came to talking about how to figure out who was wrong and who was the one right one, because based on what they were saying, only one of the three could be right, which would make the other two wrong. Again, that's logical. And so one of them came up with a challenge. A real challenge would be to preach to a bear. And whoever converted the bear would not only be right, but the others undoubtedly, logically, would be wrong. So one thing led to another, and they decided to do an experiment. They would all go out into the woods, find a bear, preach to that bear, and attempt to convert it. And that one that did convert it, or those that did convert it, they would be in the realm of right, and of course the others would be in the realm of dark. So seven days passed, and after that seven days, they all got together to discuss their experience, to see if they were right, or in which ones were wrong. So Father Flannery went first. His arm was in a sling. He was using crutches to walk, and his arms and legs were heavily bandaged. Well, he said, I went in the woods to find me a bear. Oh, and I found one. And when I found him, I began to read to him from the catechism. Well, that bear wanted nothing to do with me and began to slap me around. So I quickly grabbed my holy water, sprinkled him, and holy Mary, Mother of God, he became as gentle as a lamb. The bishop is coming out next week to give him first communion, and then we'll follow up with confirmation. Reverend Billy Bob spoke next. He was in a wheelchair with one arm and both legs and cast in an IV drip. In his best fire and brimstone oratory, he claimed, Well, brothers, you know what we, you know what we do? We don't sprinkle. We dunk. I went out and I found me a bear. And then I began to read to my bear from God's holy word. But that bear wanted nothing to do with me. So I took hold of him and we began to wrestle. We wrestled down one hill, up another, and down another until we came to a creek. So fast as I could, I dunked him and baptized his hairy soul. And just like you said, he became gentle as a lamb. We spent the rest of the day praising Jesus. They both looked down at Rabbi Goldberg, who was lying in a hospital bed. He was in a body cast and traction with IVs and monitors running in and out of him. He was in bad, bad shape. The rabbi, barely able to speak, looked up and said, looking back on it, gentlemen, circumcision might not have been the best way to start. <laughs> Gross. Ah, I know. I know. I know. I know. I got to tell you, you ain't lived until you circumcised a bear is the moral of the story. No, that's not the moral of the story. The moral of the story is we have beliefs and what we believe dictates everything. 
And it's a battle for the mind. See, everything we do or do not do is driven by belief. And that's why this radio show is so important. This is not an opinion show. Yeah, we're on a network that is conservative talk radio. And most of the time, what you're getting is opinions. And based on my belief system, uh, proper opinions, correct opinions for the most part. I, I can't, uh, I can't, I can't even believe what our president believes. I can't even believe uh, the progressive mindset. I mean, for me, it's just, it's, it. I can't even consider it. It's just so out in left field. I, I don't you know get the it. Thing. But you got to understand that there are many people that do. And see, in this show, what I want to do is I want to pull back the curtain. See, I want to show you how we work. This is why I bring up uh, the sciences, the, the disciplines of transactional analysis, of neuro-linguistic programming, of multiple intelligences, logotherapy, uh, constant, never-ending improvement, emotional intelligence. This is not opinion. When I talk about epigenetics and the power of our thoughts and the power of our words, that's not opinion. This is science. And, and I want to make sure you understand that. And see, why our values are so important, why our beliefs are so important because of the old saying, if it walks like a duck, if it quacks like a duck, it must be a duck. In other words, what we do tells us a lot about uh, what we believe and who we are. And the key thing here is that these beliefs are on different levels. We have beliefs about God and our bigger connection to the universe. We have beliefs about our identity of who we are. We have beliefs about our beliefs. And about values. We have beliefs about capabilities that we have. We have beliefs about behaviors. And we have beliefs about environment. And those beliefs dictate everything else in our life. And that's what we're talking about here on Like It Matters Radio. Today's topic, it's all BS. And we'll be right back in a couple minutes. like I picked the wrong week to quit drinking. Between the stimulus and the response, there is a space, and in that space is your power, your freedom. Dr. Victor Frankel. In this unprecedented time of pandemics and confusion, our daily choices matter more, and they are more consequential. Times of challenge and opportunities require another set of eyes, a deeper understanding, a bigger picture, so we can live a life of purpose and passion like it matters. Mr. Black is excited to announce the release of his newest book, Way of the Warrior, a daily devotional, bringing hope and encouragement to be all that you were created to be. Each day, Mr. Black shares with you guidance from above that is educational, inspirational, and applicational. Access Mr. Black each day as he continues to help you raise your bar and become all you were created to be. Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional is now available in ebook and hardcover at likeitmatters.net. Regain and retain your power and your freedom. Order Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional and let God be your guide and Mr. Black your life caddy. Order today at likeitmatters.net. Whoa. Look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream Freedom 1570. Top shelf choices include Freedom1570.com, our free app, and Radio.com. Think about it. Black and Hispanic students in Mississippi perform better in reading and math than Black and Hispanic students in Minnesota. And Mississippi spends thousands of dollars less per student than Minnesota. Mississippi spends less money, gets better results, and their achievement gaps are closing, while ours are getting worse. 
Think about it. It's time for real education reform so Minnesota can catch up to Mississippi. Think About It is brought to you by Center of the American Experiment, Minnesota's think tank. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Yes, today we're talking about it's all BS. And by BS, I do not mean the stuff that you step in as you walk through the pastors in Texas. Or pastors, not pastors, pastors, right? Yeah, it's not that stuff that uh, cows drop. I'm talking about belief systems. Everything we do or do not do is driven by belief system. And by the way, make sure you tune in to tomorrow's show because tomorrow we're blessed. Uh, we're actually going to be joined by the St. Cloud uh, Chief of Police, Mr. Blair Anderson, uh, because you want to talk about a change in beliefs. Uh, boy, what we believe about police officers, what we b- believe about the people in blue. Uh, you want to look at the political divide in this country. It's pretty simple. Uh, those of us who believe law enforcement officers are people – and just like all other people, they're flawed. But as a general rule, uh, they're good, they're necessary, they're needed, they're appreciated. And then you got the other side of the group who are being lied to and been told that cops show up every day to figure out a way that they can hunt down black people. And that black people should be afraid of police officers. Uh, I mean, it's just a lie. But remember, no one responds to reality. We respond to our map of reality. So it's going to be a nice personal conversation uh, with Chief uh, Anderson tomorrow. So make sure you tune in to Like It Matters Radio as you can listen to a great conversation uh, with a human being who happens to be a police officer, who happens to be a man of color, uh, who happens to be a living, breathing human being. Thanks, brother. But today we're talking about BS and belief system because it all goes down to belief system. There once was a man who lived by the side of the road and sold hot dogs. He was hard of hearing, so he had no radio. He had trouble with his eyes, so he read no newspapers, and of course he didn't look at television. But he sold very good hot dogs. He put up signs on the highway telling everybody how good they were. He stood on the side of the road and cried out to all that passed, buy a hot dog, they're the best in town. He believed with all his might, that he had the best hot dog in town. 
And so people bought his hot dogs, and he increased his meat and bun orders. He bought a bigger stove to take care of all the extra business. He finally got his son to come and help him out with the business. But then something happened. His son, who had been well-educated, started speaking into his dad. And he said, Father, haven't you been listening to the radio or reading the newspapers or watching television? There's a big recession happening right now. The current business situation is terrible in this country. We have problems with unemployment, high living costs, strikes, pollution, the influence of minorities and majorities, the rich, the poor, drugs, alcohol, capitalism, socialism, communism. Whereupon his father thought, well, my son's been well-educated. He reads the papers. He listens to the radio. He watches television. So he ought to know what he's talking about. He's much more educated than I am. He's much more knowledgeable. So maybe I should heed his advice. Logical. So his father cut down on his meat and bun orders. He took down all his advertising signs and no longer bothered to stand by the side of the road to promote and sell his hot dogs. And his hot dog sales fell almost overnight. And then this famous quote, You're right, son, the father said. We certainly are in the middle of a recession. See, this is the power of our belief systems. Everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief. You got to get this. What's different in America today is our beliefs. What we believe about America, what we believe about God, what we believe about marriage, what we believe about abortion, what we believe about uh, skin color, what we believe about our founding fathers. I I mean, take a look at it. It's shocking. Let's be honest. I don't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat. Let's just stop for a moment because there's a lot more riding on the line than who gets to brag about winning in the last election. We're beyond that, people. This is serious. And you got to realize that there's a battle going on for what you believe. We're being programmed. And that's what I do on the show is I pull back the curtain. This is not opinion. I go into the sciences. I go into how you make. Remember how you're made. We're a three-part being. You need to understand we have, we have body, which is the machine. We have a mind, which runs the machine. And then you have a spirit, which is the essence of who you really are. You're not that vehicle. It's like I used to drive an orange beetle. And when I drove down the street, no one waved at me and said, there's black, the orange beetle. I wasn't the car. I was the dude driving the car. That's the same thing. That body that you occupy through your spirit. That's not you, but it is a machine. And just like I would never get into a piece of heavy equipment without knowing how to run it, just like we would never let a 16-year-old kid get in a car without knowing how to run it, what about us? And so part of what I do on this show, why you should tune in an hour a day, is I teach you how you work. You know, Stephen Covey shared a great story in The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. He shares the power of what he calls a paradigm shift. And what a paradigm shift is nothing more than a change in belief systems. Uh, And he went on, I'm quoting Stephen Covey. He said, I remember a mini paradigm shift I experienced one Sunday morning on a subway in New York. He said people were sitting quietly, some reading newspapers, some lost in thought, some resting with their eyes closed. 
It was a calm, peaceful scene. Then suddenly, a man and his children entered the subway car. The children were so loud and rambunctious that instantly the whole climate changed inside the car. The man sat down next to me and closed his eyes, apparently oblivious to the situation. The children were yelling back and forth, throwing things, even grabbing people's papers. It was very disturbing. And yet the man sitting next to me did nothing. He was like oblivious to it. He was like almost checked out. I mean, I don't blame him. I mean, dealing with terrible kids all day long, I could see why someone would check out. But it became very irritating. Matter of fact, it was so irritating, it was difficult for me not to be irritated. It was difficult for me to, for me to focus on what I was doing. I could not believe that he could be so insensitive, so rude to everybody else, to let his children run wild like that and do nothing about it, taking no responsibility at all. I mean, I was really starting to get angry. And it was easy to see that everyone else on the subway was getting irritated as well. So finally, with that, I felt was an unusual patience and restraint. I mean, I I held my tongue pretty long. I finally had to say something. I turned to him and said, sir, your children are disturbing a lot of people. I wonder if you could control them a little more, have a little more respect for the people that occupy this car with you. With that, the man lifted his gaze as if to come to a consciousness of the situation for the first time and spoke softly. And he apologized right off the bat and said, oh, I'm so sorry. You're so right. I guess I should do something about it. I, I apologize. We, we just came from the hospital. Um, their mother died about an hour ago. Um, I, I'm sorry. I'm kind of lost. I'm not sure what I'm going to do. I'm not sure how I'm going to raise them. I'm not sure how to move forward. They've just been through so much trauma. I don't know what to think. And I guess if I don't know, They don't know what to think either, and they're not handling it well. Can you imagine what I felt at that moment? My paradigm shifted. Suddenly, I saw things differently. I felt differently. I behaved differently. My irritation was gone. My anger was replaced with humility. I didn't have to worry about controlling my attitude anymore or my behavior. For my heart was filled with this man's pain. Feelings of sympathy and compassion flowed freely. I said, your wife just died? I am so, so sorry. You want to tell me about it? Can I help? See, in that moment, ladies and gentlemen, everything changed in an instant. But I want you to think about this. Nothing really changed, yet everything changed. Today, I got this text from a brother of mine, a friend of mine in India. We've had it on the show many times. He said, uh, I send him a scriptural text every morning. I do that around the world. You can go to wayofwarrior.blog to get it. And he said to me, good morning, brother. We pray and thank God for you. And then he keeps you and your family safe and healthy. He says, here in India, it is not great. We're in another, some sort of lockdown now. Shops, except for essentials, are closed. Our government has missed its priorities. Lives don't matter. Politics matter. People are dying like mosquitoes every day, brother, especially in the semi-urban and rural areas. 
Our hospitals are overwhelmed. Not enough medical staffs, medicines, ventilators, or even enough oxygen to save lives. Going to hospitals nowadays is not a safe thing to do. We don't know what is next after this second wave. He says, for me, the safest place is on my bed and in my room. Infection levels are very high. Please pray for us to sell through this very challenging time. Also, brother, I lost my brother-in-law, an ex-Air Force officer, and one nephew to COVID-19 last week. Morale is very low. And I said a few words of encouragement to him. I said, what can I do for you? He said, my brother, only trust in God is the only way forward. You have been helping us so much with your donations. I understand your struggles. I can't ask you for any more. Only the thoughts of us during your prayers to our Creator can help. He said three days back, U.S. Department had ordered all U.S. citizens to leave India for fear of being affected. Australia has banned its own citizens. He says, today I'm sharing with you, I went into depression 15 days ago, and I need some help. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't care how bad you think things are. They could be a lot worse. I am Mr. Black, and we'll be right back. And turn your radio on. Turn your radio on. Turn your radio on. What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Listen to this 22-year law enforcement veteran with PTSD compare Leadership Awakening to other training he's received. You focus on the individual. I think you kind of answered the why question, whereas a lot of the other programs that are out there, I don't want to say they put a Band-Aid on it, but they don't do a very good job of going into the why. And, you know, why am I doing this? Why is my brain uh, revert back to the images? You know, why do I get depressed? And like you said, right, it's a choice. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours, and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. With the extreme weather changes in Minnesota, it can be very unpleasant when the windows in your house begin to fail. But what's even more unpleasant is the three long-winded, high-pressure sales calls you need to sit through to get multiple bids. They tell you their window is the best and all the rest are no good, and hey, I'll throw in a free window if we can write this up tonight. I'm Ryan from My Three Quotes. What if I told you you could get competitive bids from three high-rated local contractors on any window brand after only one short meeting with me? The process is simple. I'll stop by to measure the windows and we'll talk options. Whether it's vinyl, wood, composite, or fiberglass, we'll come up with a job scope that fits your house and your style. And you'll receive the quotes within a week. If you've already had some window bids and were floored by the price, call me. As you'll see from my reviews, my quotes can come in thousands less than others for the exact same window. If you decide to move forward, I'll come back to write up the order and do a walkthrough when it's done. And yes, the service is free. So hop online and visit My Three Quotes to set up an appointment. That's the number three, My Three Quotes. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. 
please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Looks like I picked the wrong week to quit sniffing blue. I believe forever drop the rain falls A flower grows I believe that somewhere in the darkest night Ah, the king, the good old days when Elvis Presley walked this planet and America was still a bastion of hope, where America believed in the God and the Bible, where America believed that all men are created equal in the image of God. The old days when we believed that it didn't matter what your skin color was, what mattered was the content of your character. Dr. King marched. Dr. King lived his life like that. Dr. King died for that belief. And I'm going to tell you right now, if Dr. King was alive, he'd be shaking his head and say, this is not my dream. You know, his famous speech, I have a dream. What we're living today is not his dream. Today, we're going to cover some, some points about how we work. You got to understand we're being played player. We're being manipulated. And you got to understand this. I don't care what your political affiliation is. I don't care if you hate Trump and love Biden or vice versa. It doesn't matter. You need to wake up. We need to get out of tribe mentality, the gang mentality. It's not us versus them. Uh, People, uh, America's crumbling. Our families are crumbling. I mean, three out of four black children grow up in a home without a father. Over 50% of white kids now grow up in a home without a father. And when fathers aren't present, families fall apart. When fathers aren't present, countries crumble. And yet we have Black Lives Matter movement that's running our corporate world. Billions of dollars being given, being basically uh, poured out of corporate environments into Black Lives Matter so these people can have huge homes and can cause riots and mayhem and then make all black people victims. And all white people evil, racist? Ladies and gentlemen, this is not right. And it's not an opinion. It's logical. It's scientific. That's one thing I do. I teach you how we work. So let me tell you some things. Remember, my background, my master's in neuro-linguistic programming. And NLP is how we work. NLP, neuro-linguistic programming, is the science of how the brain codes learning and experience. This coding affects all communication and behavior. It affects how you learn and how you experience the world around you. It's the key to reaching and achieving excellence. I mean, think about the words. Etymologically, let me break down NLP. Neuro is about our neurology. It's how we think and feel. Remember, we're a three-part creature. We're a three-part being. We have a body that's a machine, and there are certain rules it has to follow. We have a brain that runs the ship. But the problem is there's two parts to that brain. There's a conscious and an unconscious. The problem is we're only conscious about 3 to 5% of our experience on this planet. For someone who's self-actualized, it might be 11, 12%. So the majority of our experience on this planet is at the unconscious level. And so you got to deal with the unconscious brain. 
because it runs the ship. It's where the programming takes place. So neuro is about our neurology. It's how we think and feel. Linguistic is the language part, what we say, how we say it, and how we are influenced by what we hear. Did you hear that? How we are influenced, how we are manipulated. And it happens at the unconscious level. I always highly recommend read the book, The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. It goes into advertisers, how they manipulate us into buying things that we don't need, how they manipulate us into uh, spending money we don't have as they manipulate us to, to purchase things to keep up with people that we don't even like. But we're being manipulated. We're playing where we're product designers will put stuff in their products that have no valuable outcome or why you bought it. But yet because you believe it makes that product work, even though it doesn't, they put it in there anyways. Because they're manipulating you. And some of those things that we found over the years cause cancer and all that. And so then they have to pay us money and pull items off the shelf. See, NLP is the study of uh, structure of subjective experience. NLP is about distinction, about organization. How do you organize stuff? Remember, it doesn't matter what happens to us in life. What matters is how it's codified. What matters is how we explain it to ourselves. And then you look at the George Floyd thing, all this stuff, the Black Lives Matter, the Antifa. I mean, we now have a two-tier justice system based on what you believe. If your name is Biden or Clinton or FBI or Antifa or Black Lives Matter, you can burn down a building, you can shoot a cop, you can kill someone, and then be out on the street the next day without bail. But now if you're conservative, if you're a Christian, Uh, If you're a white person who's not liberal and you now go to D.C. to complain about a fraudulent election, oh, my gosh, those people in D.C., they've been in jail for months. And there are recorded proof. This is not made up. Recorded proof that white people who are arrested in D.C. jails are being harassed by black uh, um, guards, prison guards, called racial names, beat up on some guy, got his eye broken, his nose busted. And this is by people who are government officials attacking them because they're white. Ladies and gentlemen, you got to wake up. This is supposed to be America. This is not how things are supposed to happen. And the fact that so many of you don't care because your guy won really makes me scared. Not about you guys, but make well, the future of this country. NLP is the ability to understand human patterns and to adjust those patterns so we can be as successful as we want. And see, so we talk about beliefs, but we have unconscious belief systems. They're called metaprograms. Again, this is part of NLP. Metaprograms are mental processes which manage, guide, and direct other mental processes. In other words, they are the processes about or at a higher level. They're meta to them, the mental processes they affect. The term metaprogram comes from NLP. Meta, meaning over or above, indicates that these programs in our unconscious mind rule over factors like decision-making and perceptions. In that way, they run in the background of our minds to influence what we do and believe. They act as, um, I guess you call them filters, that shape our reality. Because remember, no one responds to reality. We respond to our map reality. We respond to the filter we put around that reality. And the implications of this are far-reaching. 
advanced patterns of thinking control what you perceive and how to change them is critical. So meta programs are mental processes which manage, guide, and direct other mental processes. Think about that. This is what we do. We take these things and then we talk about a belief system, right? We talk about all the different belief systems. There's something called logical levels, that there are six levels uh, that we function at. And these logical levels are the top spirit, below that's identity, below that are beliefs and values, below that are capabilities, below that is behavior, and below that is environment. And so from the psychological point of view, there, these six levels that human beings, we work most often these six levels. Our basic level is our environment, our external constraints. Now, we operate on that environment through our behavior. Our behavior is guided by our mental maps and our strategies, which define your capabilities. And these capabilities are organized by belief systems and values. These beliefs are organized by our identity, and your identity derives its essential meaning from spirit. Why are we here? So important. And this is what you got to get. I look around today... And man, there's a lot of pain. There's a lot of hurt. I shared the thing with Richard. I, I get testimonials from my students because a lot of people don't believe that change is possible. A lot of people don't believe a lot of things. And here's the problem. Whatever you do is driven by what you believe. Or whatever you don't do is driven by what you believe. If you're, let's say you're in a classroom and you believe that no matter what you do in that classroom, that your teacher will give you no more than a C. What kind of effort are you going to make? Right? Do you see if we teach black people that cops are hunting them, if we treat, teach black youth that cops are their enemy, that cops are going to kill you, that white people hate you, that you've been oppressed and you, you have no chance to make in this world, with that belief system that we're programming into kids, how do you think they're going to act? Boy, when they get pulled over, they might just take off run. Boy, when a cop starts putting handcuffs on him, they might break loose and grab his gun. Do you see the effect? This is the big deal. And see, I do training, two and a half days training. And you go to likeitmatters.net to read about it, where I teach you how to work. That I teach you how you work. You know, by the time a child is six years old, a majority of their map of reality is in place. And let's be honest, a lot of us have traumatic childhoods. I mean, you look at what's going on today with our kids. Uh, they're, they're grown up in fear. They're afraid of people. They're afraid of environments. Wherever they go, they got to wear a mask. They can't get within six feet of another person. They're afraid of this and afraid of that. Do you understand the implications of raising a generation that's afraid of people? We're teaching black people to be afraid of cops and teaching black people to be afraid of white people and teaching white people that they're evil. And now with little kids, we're teaching them to be afraid of an environment, be afraid of people, be afraid of germs, be afraid of everything. I mean, you don't see the implications of this. It is scary. I mean, we're screwed up now as a country. Our families are falling apart. Divorce is going through the roof. Drug addiction is going through the roof. Abuse of spouses, of children going through the roofs. And you don't think there's any implication? I would rather die 10 years earlier 
and live a good quality of life than live an extra 10 years and live in this hell that we call America today. So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about what's going on in this country. And I'm here to tell you, it's all BS. And we'll be back in a few minutes. Well, gentlemen, no point in hanging around this dump any longer. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Limitless access to liberty and truth. Listen to Freedom 1570 with our free app, your smart speaker at freedom1570.com or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and defend liberty nationwide. Want to enroll your child in Christian school this fall for half the cost? TwinCitiesTuitions.com is joined with area private schools to offer half-off tuition for your child's first year. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, you'll see our partnering schools, an interactive map to find one in your area, and frequently asked questions about the program. Now more than ever, it's important for your child to have a biblical worldview. Get details about the half-off Christian tuition program at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends, a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Looks like I picked the wrong week to quit amphetamines. Fantasy is reality in the world today. I'll keep hanging in there. That's the Amen. Fantasy is reality because, boys, I'm an intelligent man. As I look around America today, I just shake my head. <gasps> it is illogical. Illogical. 
Ladies and gentlemen, I am Mr. Black, and you are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. And by the way, if you're into podcasts, we have started our brand new podcast. We just started on the 15th. Uh, every Tuesday, uh, every Monday and Thursday, we drop a new podcast. On Mondays, uh, it's a story time with Mr. Black, a great story to get you thinking with a message. Uh, and then every Thursday, it's a full-length 45-minute show uh, inspirational, educational, and applicational. So wherever you listen to podcasts, Spotify or Omni, whatever, uh, just search for Living Life Like It Matters. Living Life Like It Matters. And please download the podcast, share it with others, make a comment. We need your support. See, I'm in the life-changing business. Years ago, it was a couple years back, I had a young lady. She was somewhere between 20, 21, 22 years old. Young lady, and she was really shut down. Uh, man, something happened in her life that she shut down. She's beautiful, intelligent, all that, but really shut down. Uh, and so I did so. She went through my class, made a huge impact. And then I worked with her one-on-one in my life caddy work, my life coaching. And she wrote this to me. She says, I think my goal is already in my control. This was after we worked together a little bit. Aside from the help I'm getting from Mr. Black, I'm already well aware that no one else can change my own attitudes and way thinking except myself. I've already taken charge of some of the changes required. It entirely depends on me. I can do this, and I will do this. I've already begun the process and feel so much better with myself and God and everything in my brain. She said, quote, my mistakes are still there, and they will never be gone. But I'm able to recognize them as past mistakes and ways I can grow, not as really heavy bricks that have been holding me down up until now. My goal that I can fulfill myself is I will leave my mistake of having an abortion and all the mistakes that followed in the past where they belong. She says, quote, I will not try to forget or ignore them anymore. I will acknowledge them and finally cut the ropes that tie me to them and finally put focus on God. And I will rebuild the relationships there and I vol- that I voluntarily tore down. And I will continue to love myself every day, though it will and already has been a struggle. I will one day love myself again and see myself the way that God sees me. And she said, positive consequences of my goal, I will start going back to church. And I will not feel like a demon sitting in the pews. Ha! I will stop mentally and physically abusing myself as a means of punishing myself for what I did. The physical harm has lessened greatly since I began this journey of forgiveness only two weeks ago with you, which is good. It has already been a positive consequence of this goal and journey. I will reignite the fire I have for school. I love school. I really do. My mistake is not the only thing that pushes me, but what it does is it pushes me negatively and harshly, and I want to stop using that specific mistake as a means of motivation because up until now, I would just feel like a spiritual failure and a failure of a person, but not in school. So I put all my effort into school so I could at least be a success in one thing. At least there I could be a success. But I want to revert back to my original love for learning in general. I will laugh and smile again. I will have fun again. And I'll actually believe that I deserve to feel those things and that my God has not only forgiven me, but loves me. Now here's a woman who couldn't even make eye contact was ready to lose it all. This is what I help you do. I help you make sense of it. This is what's missing today. See, we got to approach things logically. We got to stop being told what to think. We're being lied to. We're being manipulated. There are three fundamental laws, laws laws of logic. And this is what I'm talking about. This is not opinion. 
I'm telling you how you work. I approach change logically, scientifically. The three, now I've heard four as well, but let me give you the three that I know. The first law uh, of uh, logic is the law of identity. In other words, P is P. The second law is the law of non-contradiction. P is not negative P. And the third law is the law of the excluded middle, either P or non-negative P. So let me break these down real quick. The law of identity says that if a statement such as it is raining is true, then the statement is true. More generally, it says that the statement P is the same thing as itself and it's different from everything else. Applied to all reality, the law of identity says that everything is itself and not something else. Now, the second law of logic, the law of non-contradiction, so important, says that a statement such as it is raining cannot be both true and false in the same sense. Of course, it could be raining in Missouri and not raining in Arizona. But the principle says that it cannot be raining and not raining at the same time in the same place. And this is what gets me about what's going on in our country. We are using racism, supposedly, to get rid of racism. That violates the law of non-contradiction. Racism is bad. And let me define racism for you. This is where you got to get etymological on people. you got to go logically on this. This is an emotional argument that's filled with lies and it's destroying us. You've got to get this. Dr. King said it best. He said, hatred cannot drive out hatred. Only love can do that. He said, darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Don't you hear the, it's the law of non-contradiction. And I'm going to tell you the same thing. Racism cannot drive out racism. Racism is using the color of someone's skin as a determining factor. If I like you or do not like you because of the color of your skin, I'm a racist. If I want to hire you or don't hire you, or if I want to fire you or don't fire you because of the color of your skin, I am a racist. If I want to dot, dot, dot because of the color of your skin, I am a racist. And when did racism become okay? It violates the law of non-contradiction. It's bad. It's wrong. It's rape. Rape is wrong. It's never an excuse to rape. And yet when I was reading about Jared, you know, the pervert that used to be Subway Sandwich's uh, spokesperson, you know, he was a pervert. He was doing things to children that was really bad. He's in prison. And I remember reading about a year after he got in prison that he was, quote, molested, you know, raped in prison. And I was reading the comments down below, and people were reveling in the fact that he got what he deserved. He got what he did to other people. He got, and I'm, like, stunned by those comments. It, it's wrong. It's not good for punishment. It's not good to prove a point. It's not good in a fantasy. It's wrong. This is where we got to go logically to these logic, the law of non-contradiction. Says you cannot have something that's bad and also good. It's not. And then the third law is the law of excluded middle. Says that a statement such as it is raining is either true or false. There's no other alternative. Ladies, you're either pregnant or you're not pregnant. Right? The law of excluded middle says there's no, right? It's either pink or blue. It's not mauve or fuchsia or whatever that middle color is. You got it? (laughs) 
And so there is said that I've read that there's a fourth law of uh, logic. It's called the law of sufficient reasoning or rational inference. And there should be sufficient reason for all that happens. For instance, if the ground is wet, it must be due to fluid coming into contact with it, right? So this is what I'm talking about. It's being logical. Why do I bring this up? Because not only is America crumbling, but so is the church. You got this? At a recent fundraiser, likely Democratic President Shukata, this was from before he was elected or before he was crowned. I don't think he was elected. but anyways, Not a joke. Joe Biden claimed that 10 to 15 percent of Americans are just not very good people in a nation filled with individuals that are good and virtuous. Here's the problem. The Bible is pretty clear that man is wicked. And so there was a public opinion survey, American Worldview Inventory, uh, from Arizona Christian University, and indicates that Joe Biden's view that people are basically good is embraced by most citizens. However, are people good? Seven out of ten adults believe that people are basically good. And by the way, 30 years ago, 83% said that people are basically good. Here's the problem. That's not biblical. The Bible says something absolutely honest. And they also asked about the sanctity of life. Here's what he said. And this is why it's a problem. Respondents who are churchgoers most still agreed. Evangelicals and Pentecostals were 70% each. 70% said that man is basically good. Here's the problem. The Bible doesn't teach that. So you got people who claim, who identify as Christians, who don't even believe the word of God. And they vote for Biden, whose entire platform is Antichrist. And then they justify voting for him because Trump was nice. Or was it nice? Stunning. Ladies and gentlemen, we got to get back to the basics. We got to get back to our beliefs. And we got to get back to reasoning logically and critically. That's why you need to be on this radio show every single day, Monday through Friday, from 11 to 12 Central Standard Time. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters. It does. Thanks, brother. On May 14th, fall in love with Finding You. What brings you to Ireland, Finley Sinclair? I'm looking for something real. Critics are calling it a total delight. Thank you so much. Wonderful. Well, I'm excited. And the best romantic comedy in years. I can't wait to see it all. If you like Notting Hill, you'll love Finding You. It's amazing. Finally, something we can agree on. Finding You. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters May 14th. Did you know that the Freedom 1570 mobile app can do more than just stream your favorite shows? Here's cool feature number one. You can set an alarm on the app that will automatically start streaming Freedom 1570 at whatever time you decide. It's easy. Just open the menu in the upper left-hand corner, select alarm, and choose a time. You can set it to wake up with Matt Ray or any of your favorite hosts. Download the free Freedom 1570 app today. Ringing. 